Welcome to the Pre-PT Grind Podcast. Before we begin this episode, we would like to thank you for choosing to invest time and knowledge into yourself as a pre-PT and future physical therapist. This episode has been sponsored by our new Acceptance Navigator series, which is a free four-part video pre-PT series where we teach you exactly how to dominate as an applicant by learning the new way to PT school acceptance. Learn how to finally get into the driver's seat as a pre-PT and not leave your acceptance to chance by shooting in the dark and hoping for the best as an applicant. This series is the most value we have ever given away and it's free at www.acceptancenavigator.com. That's www.acceptancenavigator.com. Don't miss out on your chance to get in the driver's seat of your acceptance. Now, sit back, relax, and enjoy the rest of the podcast episode. All right, all right. It looks like we're live. What's up, y'all? How are you guys doing? Hope everything is going well uh, and that you're having a phenomenal Thursday evening. We literally tried this like five minutes ago. We tried to use a method that we used to use in the past where Facebook would let us both come on here live, but didn't work out. But nonetheless, we are, um, uh, we're excited to be here with you guys. Make sure y'all are good. For those of y'all that don't know who we are, or this is the first time you're seeing us, uh, my name is Joseph. This is... How's it going, guys? Casey, physical therapist. What's going on? PTs. And what we do is we are uh, acceptance coaches. We are physical therapists. But our job is to help you get into PT school. That is what we do. That is what we love to do. And tonight, we're talking about a bit of a, a bit of a change with PT cast. A change, but not a change. And we'll explain all of that tonight. But for those of you that do know, like some of y'all know, some of y'all don't know, but PTCast has recently announced that the application will open up earlier this year, three weeks earlier than usual. And that might get some of y'all to panic. And some of y'all might be like, I don't really know what that means. So tonight, our job is to make sure that you guys have all the answers. You guys have some clarity. And for those of you that are applying this cycle, this is a live stream that you certainly do not want to miss. Because what we're about to share tonight is one, why to not freak out, <laughs> get you to actually calm down. But number two, tonight's purpose is to give you like what we would recommend y'all to do to make sure that you take advantage of what we're about to talk about. Because PTCast kind of opened up a door for y'all. And unless you realize that it's a door and unless you realize that it could be like taken advantage of positively to help you this cycle, then you know, it is what it is. So we're gonna talk about that tonight. But most importantly is if this is of value to you, make sure, like, if y'all got friends, y'all got classmates, if y'all got people that are applying this cycle, like, tag them on this. Like, tag them on this. Because I want to make sure that as many pre-PTs as possible who are applying in 2020, uh, the, the COVID application cycle, man, we're going to remember this cycle forever. The COVID application cycle, for those of y'all that are applying, that y'all all feel good, you feel confident, you have direction, and, and not, not, now's the best time to start. Now's the best time to start. All right, let's get it. So, all right, we'll go straight to the point. PTCast recently literally just said, hey, so for those of y'all applying this cycle, a few tweaks, we are changing up the deadlines and, well, not deadlines, we are changing up the, the application date open up. So every year, typically PTCast opens in early July. We usually don't know what that day is going to be until PTCast says it's going to be the second or the first or the seventh or whatever. And so up until this point, We've actually been 
pretty confident that July 1st was going to be when everything opened up until we recently found out that it's now going to be in June. All right. So that's what we want to talk about. We have five key things that we want you guys to understand. If you guys understand these five things, y'all are going to be all right. Is that okay? Like, because we want to make sure y'all are, y'all are good, but more importantly, because you guys have this amazing journey to becoming physical therapists and we want to make sure y'all get there. So Casey, let's start from the top, man. What's the first thing that we need to understand for uh, pre-PTs who are applying this cycle that are trying to figure out, okay, man, okay. Like one, today might be the first day they're even knowing that this happened. Like they might've seen our post and said, what? <laughs> like, like, I didn't even know what? Like, I thought I had more time. You know, it's, you know, it's May 7th. Like, I'm good. Like, I thought I had time to wait. So, so what's the first thing that we need to understand right now as pre-PTs? Yeah, um, first, where there was confusion in the past is that on the normal pre, or not pre-PT, the PTCAST calendar, if you just type in PTCAST and calendar, um, unless they updated it since like yesterday, you'll see how their timeline works. And it's usually kind of tentatively set in advance, like a year ahead. So that is really where Joseph was talking about that July 1st date. Yep. However, um, with the coronavirus changes, PTCAST also has an update page, like where they put updates and stuff on their PTCAST website. And on that site is where they talk about, hey, PTCAST is going to open June 17th. Or they actually say it's going to remain on schedule for, to, to open up June 17th. And we were like, remain on schedule? What are you talking about? However... On that same page, what we want you guys to know is that, yes, for you guys, it does open up June 17th, and you guys can go in there and do your thing. But on the other hand, on the other side, the programs that you're applying to don't have access to PTCAS slash your information until July 1st. So you basically have three weeks to, you know, go get in there started. and figure stuff out and get started. <laughs> um, so Joseph, since they do have three weeks... Uh, how should they be using this um, to their advantage? So, man, this is probably one of the most amazing things ever. Like, I want y'all to realize that. So this is, for those of y'all that, that, that are kind of freaking out, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish they did this for us. Because what usually happens is a lot of you are not. Because, like, I, I really wish this was the case for us. Because what it's pretty much saying is schools are not able to see anything. They're not able to access your information until July 1st which pretty much means that for those three weeks, I can literally go in and plug things in. I can make sure my letters of recommendation are, are taken care of. I can, because what ends up happening is when the cycle opens up, either we kind of like panic. It's like, oh my gosh, it's, let's say it was July 1st. Oh, oh it's opened up. Okay, PTCast this. Oh my gosh, oh, like now y'all can actually not stress. You literally have a window of time where y'all can just make sure everything's good. So if you're applying early decision, if y'all really play your cards right, you could literally have everything in your application done and ready to go by the time PTCAST says, hey, schools, y'all can actually see their stuff now. Wouldn't that be amazing, right? So what that means is now for people that you're saying, hey, like I have individuals that I want to do my letters of recommendation, y'all can start telling them, hey, uh, June 17th is a great day to submit it. Because what happens is now you can make sure, like PTCAST tells you if they have submitted the letter of recommendation, it tells you, hey, you're good. This person has completed their part. This PT has completed their part. This professor has completed their part. And now you can actually go into the open cycle. And by open cycle, I mean when schools can actually now see your information, 
knowing that everything is good to go. So that's what that means. And, and so, so please, please, please take this as an act of grace from above and please do not procrastinate. Here's the other part too. The other part is what I don't want is this stuff makes sense to me and Casey, but if y'all hear it and it goes right over your head, then it's like, it defeats the purpose. I want to make sure that it actually makes sense to you because it affects you. Like we're already physical therapists. Like we're all right. Like we want to make sure that y'all are good. Is, is that cool? Is that cool? All right. So the other part is this is for people that just want to stay ahead of the game. So do, do as much as possible. The, the worst thing that you guys can do as students is wait for the school deadlines to start everything. That's the same with any cycle. But for this, like, man, this cycle, y'all don't have any excuses. So what that means is y'all should start literally guns blazing. Do as much as possible. If you're still, okay, if you're still taking the GRE, you know, in like August and you want to wait for, I mean, I mean, that's fine. Like do what you got to do, but just have everything as, as much as you can. Even if you're applying regular cycle, have as much as you can done as early as possible. What it also means is because you know how if you guys, there are certain things that carry over to the new cycle. If y'all had applied last cycle and like, you're like, okay, like do, do certain things carry over? Well, there are some that do, some that don't. Y'all already know that. But now what that means is now like everything that I start plugging in from that 17th date stays. So I'm good. I'm good. So please, please use it as, use, use the 17th as your new due date. <laughs> like use it to kick everything up a notch with the things that you can control. I will always say that, Casey will always say that, with the things that you can control. A lot of times, and y'all have heard us say this before, we're wasting a lot of time focusing on the things we can't control. So we're here panicking about, oh my gosh, but I still have to like get my hours. Oh, uh, but COVID, but because I can't get my hours, I can't do anything. No, no, do the things that you can control, please. Because if you're letting the things that you can't control like stop you from doing anything, then what will happen is you'll actually end up waiting till the last possible second. Now you're, you're trying to catch up with deadlines and we see it, it's a mess every year. It's gonna happen, J just don't let it be you. Is that fair? Is that fair? Casey, is that fair? That's fair. Perfect, perfect. Um, so let me see, what, what else do we want to say? Uh, Casey, what else do, do they need to understand about this and how can they best like understand how to leverage it? Yeah, so just to piggyback off of what you were saying, uh, this kind of three week period is like a dress rehearsal for you guys or like 100%. a warm up period. Like during the warm up or practice or the dress rehearsal, the audience isn't there. You can get all the kinks out, you can play around with it, you can get stuff done early, uh, like Joseph was saying. But also at the same time, I don't want you guys to rush this either. Like, oh my gosh, June 17th is now, that's when I have to rush and do all this stuff and get everything in. Like, no, because that can also lead to mistakes. This is a time where you could, you know, put things in, take your time, double check your work, triple check your work, ask questions, all of that stuff. Then when July 1st comes, then things can actually start rolling. That's the beginning of the show. Um, so I don't want you guys to rush either, even though the video you guys probably saw, I was freaking out and panicking. That was just to get <laughs> you guys attention. Uh, but I don't want you guys to rush either. Uh, it's really a blessing, like Joseph was saying, uh, for you guys. But what I want you guys to pay attention as well to is the PTCAST website. Um, so ptcast.org slash COVID-19. There were some updated links with some like PDF documents that PTCAST updated for you guys. So one of the documents and what you guys can do in order to find it, go to ptcast.com or sorry, .org 
Uh, then just scroll down a little bit and you guys will see in red where it kind of says PTCAST updates, COVID-19 and all that stuff. So tell you what, you go for it. Casey, drop it, bro. Perfect, perfect. So um, a lot of you guys' questions are probably going to be answered here. So if you're on your phone or on your laptop or vice versa and you want to go through this with me, uh, what, where I'm at is ptcast.org. Uh, then scroll down again to where you see all that red lettering with coronavirus stuff. Click that link. And once you're inside of it, scroll down a little bit with me. You'll see PTCAST coronavirus COVID updates. Then you'll see PTCAST updates. There's two links. One link is for the DPT programs. The other link is for you, the applicants. Uh, the DPT program link is a little bit more in depth. It's a little more complicated. So for tonight, for now, um, if the questions aren't too complicated, we're gonna go with the applicant considerations link, okay? So if you guys click that, you'll be there with me. And we're gonna go through the main points. We're gonna go through the main points. And there's really only three that they really hit on. And I'm just gonna break it down into pre-PT English for you guys, okay? I love it. Because this is like, oh my gosh, what do they mean by this? What do they mean by that? So I'll break it down as much as I can. Um, so the first part that you'll probably see there is official versus unofficial transcripts. So basically PTCAST is saying, hey, we understand this is crazy right now. Some of your schools might not be open, so we're going to allow uh, for you guys to send in unofficial transcripts because for official transcripts, you have to go to the school or email the school or even do it electronically. That's a different story to get your official transcripts sent to PTCast. Um, but right now, since schools aren't open, they're saying you can send in unofficial transcripts to PTCast. Then they have a bunch of blurbs, a bunch of words there, and they're saying, if you're going to do that, please follow these steps in this link. And that's like their assistant or their um, applicant help center. There's a little link there, click it, and you guys will learn more about it. Um, but that's, that's saying if you need exemption or if you need um, exception um, from the official transcripts to the unofficial transcripts. So if you can get the official transcripts, try and get them, try and get them. Um, of course, we'll see what happens, but if you need to send in the unofficial transcripts, go to this link and press that um, button, click that hyperlink, and that'll take you to more help and more assistance for the unofficial transcripts. Um, so that's there. Uh, let me make sure I'm not missing anything. Yes, so I'm gonna say this throughout, but again, these are just PTCAST considerations. The programs can do whatever they want, and they even say it here. They say, strongly please work with the programs because they can say, hell to the no, we ain't accepting your unofficial transcripts. I need the official one. So PTCAST can say whatever they want. The programs ultimately have the final say, and that's what they say here as well. So yes, moving on to pass-fail letter grade. Kind of the same thing we've been echoing before. Um, they're saying, hey, some students have the choice to take the pass-fail letter grade, some do not. So for the students who do not have the pass-fail letter grade option, or sorry, can, do not have the option to take the pass-fail versus the letter grade, please work with them. Please work with them. However, if you're the student who doesn't have that option, please get some documentation to support yourself and to keep yourself safe so you got some ammo to go to them with. And you're not just saying, yeah, I took the, I took the pass-fail grade because it was easier and I was going to get an F anyway. They're going to be like, come on now. So have some documentation, have some proof to back yourself up with that. So this segues into um, the GPA. So I'm just going to move on to GPAs for now. GPAs. Now, if you do not have the option to take the pass, um, the letter grade, if you don't have the option to take the letter grade, 
the pass-fail grade is not going to be calculated into your PTCAS GPA. So when you put that in there, your credits and your hour units are going to be calculated. However, I mean, they're going to be there, but your GPA is not going to be calculated. So for example, if you passed chemistry and that was for four credits, it's going to say four credits. However, PTCAS is not going to calculate that pass because it, that's not how it works. And that goes for, this is not a new thing either. This has been there for um, other types of classes, withdrawals, audits, pass fail grades, and some other things as well. So that's not new. It's not going to be calculated. However, don't freak out because if you work with your program, they might still calculate that as an A minus, as a B, we don't know yet. So PTCAS is just that system. It's just that robot who's going to be like, do, 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 do and calculate all those numbers, then your program is going to take what PTCAS says and do their own thing and make their own recipe. So that's what's happening with GPA there. The other one is a lot more complicated on the DPT programs end, so yeah, you might have to do another video on that. Yeah, we're going to do another live stream in a few days to, to break that one down. So PTCAS this year is not doing early decision anymore. Um, I have not, so thank so, you. I appreciate yeah, well, it. PTCAS has not announced that officially. So if you guys have heard that from programs, that means that the programs have like heard something. So if that's the case, then that might actually be a good thing for some of y'all. <laughs> but 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 like PTCAS will make all of that very clear. Like for, for right now, we can take the school's word, but but PTCAS will make that very, very clear in the next few days as they get closer to the actual opening, which is that June 17th date. So as soon as we get official word, like I don't like saying things officially until until PTCAS says it because they are the system that hosts all of that. But, but that's like, if that's the case, then we're gonna come in here and do a live training to tell y'all how to leverage it if you were planning on doing like early decision and if you weren't planning how to make sure you leverage it because y'all y'all have to start understanding. Like if y'all follow us, like regardless of what happens, there's always a way to leverage it. Just know that that's why we do these because I mean, we can give y'all information, but there's always a way to leverage it. So if that's the case, we'll do like a live update and all that stuff. Cool. So um, just remember though, that think about it this way. The school deals with what they have in front of them, right? So if you had a previous GRE score and they look at your application and you try to take it later, they're still only going to deal with what they have in front of them. However, the cool thing about the GRE is that it is one of the things that you can update later. Just also know that if you wait too long to submit your, like if you've never taken the GRE before, y'all don't want to wait too long either. Because that, then what happens is if the school's looking at it and your GRE score is not in there, then they're going to treat it like your GRE score doesn't even exist. Did I explain that clearly, Casey? Because like it makes sense to me, but, but if it don't make sense to everybody else, then you know. So hopefully that makes sense for, for, for the GRE. But, but, but yes, you, you, you do have some flexibility when it comes to the GRE because of that. COVID has shifted everything when it comes to observation hours, more specifically. GRE, you're not going to get, I mean, so, some schools are going to be nice about the GRE. GRE is a little different because GRE, you can, like, you can actually take it at home. I'm actually going to be bringing a student here live on Monday night who just recently took a home GRE exam. And we're going to talk about her experience. So be on the lookout for that. But when it comes to letters of recommendation, like talk to the schools first, find out like, has anything changed? One, has anything changed like in letters of recommendation, like the amount of people to the, the like specifics as to who they want. Um, and if none, if nothing has changed, remember, schools can do whatever they want. That's why at the end of the day, we have to talk to the schools. If nothing has changed, then what I want you to do is one, 
ask yourself, like, like, were those the only two PTs I knew? Like, we have to just start from scratch. And then number two, with the experience that I had that was cut short, had I started enough of a, like a relationship that I could at least kindle it? Because what you can do, and we can talk about this on different live streams, or you can reach out to us, go like message us at contactpreptgrind.com, and we could talk about it specifically for you. But I, like we have seen students during COVID reestablish relationships with physical therapists, with past professors through email. You don't have to be there in person. To be honest, let me be real. Like when I apply to PT school, the PT that actually I had two PTs that, you know, wrote letters of recommendation for me. One of them had never seen me in the clinic ever. <laughs> they just knew my personality. They knew my work ethic and they could speak to those things because you want the person who, who writes the letter of recommendation to speak volumes about you because it's an opportunity for the schools to find out more about who you are as a person and not just who you are on paper. They already got the GPA, GRE, and all that stuff for that. Here's what I would do, how I would figure out what the best move is for you. And then Case, let me know what your thoughts are. But I would ask myself, does my school have rolling admissions? Because if your school has rolling admissions, then just remember that the further out you are, the like it kind of eventually starts working against you. Like you want to like apply as fast as possible when it comes to rolling admissions. So if your school is a rolling admission school, then maybe make sure you're actually like prepared for it, but maybe doing it a little earlier makes more sense because it allows you to apply faster and make, well, you can still apply, but, but, but it allows you to update your, your GRE score sooner so that they're working with more when they actually look at your application. But if your school is not a rolling admission school, then now we have to look at what the soft and hard deadlines are. If they're a little later, like October, November, you might actually be able to get away with it, but also ask yourself, Am I pushing it in September because I think it's far enough away that I'll figure it out? Or do I actually have a game plan? Like if you're studying for the GRE, typically, now it depends on each person because it really is a matter of like what you're struggling with. And we can do other live streams on the GRE later. This is not for that. But typically two to two and a half months is pretty solid if you have a good game plan. Now, based off of where you are, where your scores are on your practice tests, you might need a little bit longer, but you have to have a very focused study plan. If you're just reading the books and just hoping for the best doesn't really work out too well. But, but if you actually have a structured plan that's meant to expose and, and, and highlight and work on the areas of the GRE that you're struggling with, whether quantitative or verbal or whatever, then you can actually come with a great game plan. And right now, what, it's May 7th, June, July, like you, you can easily take the exam end of July, depending on where you're at, right? So you might actually be, you might be choosing September more out of fear rather than knowing that that's the actual best time for you to take it. Casey, did that make sense to you? Perfect. All right, so cool. Also, any recommendations on how to obtain extra observation hours via remote or online shadowing? Casey, you got that one? Ask them. Exactly. I would ask <laughs> the ask the PTs. Um, so this is gonna be a per clinic type of thing. Just know that um, you're probably not I'm, I'm going to say a very strong, probably not going to get any PT that's in the hospital to agree to this because it's a little bit more intimate. Skilled nursing facilities might be a little tough as well, but outpatient clinics, you might, you might get a few that are okay with letting you shadow virtual visits. So there are PT programs that are actually okay with that. Actually, most PT programs, if you actually brought that up and you said, hey, I got virtual observation hours. Or, or virtual this like through telehealth, 
they would actually love that because it shows that you actually went out of your way and you pretty much had enough conversations with people to ultimately get somebody that would say, hey, yeah, I'm interested in that. So I would reach out to the local clinics that you guys have and see if they're willing to allow you to do that. And then y'all can talk with the PTs about it. But some PTs are cool with it. Others are not. So, so that's a per PT like basis. But also don't freak yourself out too much. Also figure out first, like, like for the schools that I'm applying to, like, please, if y'all don't know which schools you're applying to and you're applying this cycle, we're focusing on the wrong thing. Like that should be objective number one. So for the schools that you guys are applying to, you, you should be talking to them, like ask them, hey, where are we like with observation hours or letters of recommendation or whatever, like, like find out from the schools what their stipulations are. Some of them have brought it down to 20. Others are even waiving it or whatever. Find out from the schools first what they want. And then if they still want hours, then yeah, like it, it might require some conversations with local physical therapists and talk to them nicely, you know, and then then see what happens. But but right now that, that's pretty much all you can do because to have a genuine like observation hour, you have to have a PT and a patient. So that's like right now, that's how it's working. Now, if you're in a city that's starting to open up or in a state that's starting to open up, like Florida is, not really, but that Florida is where they're more comfortable as long as they follow certain guidelines, that might be okay. But right now, most places are not doing that. So for virtual visits, that's what I would recommend doing. Will letters of recommendations be able to submit their letters before July 1st date? Yeah, so 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 as long, PTCAST does, the only thing that's changing as of July 1st is that schools are now able to access your information on PTCAST, which pretty much means schools see that you applied and they can start processing your stuff. And so that's the only thing that's changing. As long as PTCAST is open on the 17th, that means that your letters of recommendation should be able to be like submitted then as well. So as long as you're good by that time, like you can literally enter all the information, the email, all that stuff. PTCAST will send that person an email. They'll fill out all the cool things on their end and then they'll submit it and they can do that before July 1st. So with letters of recommendation, y'all, please don't wait till afterwards. To, to be honest, anything that is out of your control in terms of like, someone else needing to do something, do it as fast as possible. And that includes letters of recommendation. Because like Casey and I have seen way too many students saying, man, like I've actually seen students who have had incomplete applications because the student did everything right, but the letters of recommendation did not actually submit on time, which disqualifies you as an applicant. So do it early. My undergrad university said that last cycle was the last um, early decision cycle they're doing. Perfect, perfect, good, good, good. Just to clarify for letters of recommendation, they must create a login in order to submit the letters. So how it works is this, because Casey and I have had to do quite a few of our own. <laughs> so how it works is like you will go in and you will actually like enter the, the, the name, all that stuff, and you will give PTCAST the email address that they will use to reach out to that person that is doing the letters of recommendation. I feel like I created like a little like login and password, but it's free. Like, like it's pretty straightforward. But just as soon as you submit it, make sure that you reach out to your people for letters of recommendation and tell them, be like, yo, it's been sent out and then give them a deadline. Please do, do not tell them, hey, whenever y'all like, whenever you have time, because they'll never have time. Like everybody's busy. Everybody's busy and their mama, right? And so give them a deadline. Say, hey, if you submit it, let's say you submit it on July, like June 17th. Say, say to them, hey, like I'm planning on, you know, submitting my application in early. So I'm actually looking at my calendars. I'm telling you guys this. 
So would you be okay with submitting um, the letter of recommendation by the 28th of June? Um, so that I can make sure that everything is laid out. See, you're not telling them that, that you're submitting anything on the 28th. You're just giving them a deadline of the 28th. And then ask them, like, please, please ask them, is it okay if I remind you just in case as we get closer? When you ask for permission, it makes it less awkward. So that if it's like a day or two before, you can actually message them and they gave you permission to do it. So they don't even think it's annoying. But then what happens is now you actually have all the letters of recommendation done before like July 1st, which puts you in a really, really good position. But on their end, it'll be super simple. They should, I think they do create a username and a password because I think I do use one when I do letters of recommendation, but they'll only have to do that once. But then they go in your name's going to be there. They have to answer a few questions. There, there's a few number of things they have to say on a scale of zero to five or whatever. And then the letter itself, have them write it out on like Google Docs or whatever. And then they'll have to output it as like a PDF. And then they can actually like literally like upload it. They'll, they'll just upload it at the very bottom. They can submit it and then they're good. So if they start working on the write-up now, then as soon as they get that email, it'll literally take them like three to five minutes and they're done. And then they don't have to worry about it. And you won't have to worry about hunting them down after the fact. <laughs> fair, fair enough. So everything will be available in June, including supplemental stuff. Supplemental stuff is like for the schools. So that might be a little different, but, but everything from the, 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 the standard like PTCast essay will be available in June. Case, do you think the supplemental stuff would be available then as well? Uh, sometimes they put the supplemental stuff on another tab yeah. uh, in PTCast. So you can check there. Other schools, like they send it differently or exactly. they have you do it through their website or they update you through email. They're like, oh, so this person applied. Let me reach out to them to make sure they have our supplemental stuff. So they upload their supplemental stuff or they have their supplemental stuff in PTCast, then yes, that'll be, that'll be there. Perfect, perfect. So can I fill out my personal information, academic history and other stuff right now? If this is the first time applying, just wait. Wait, wait until June 17th and then plug it in then. If you guys have applied before, then some of those things will carry over into this cycle. But if you guys are applying for the first time this cycle, just, just, just sit tight, sit back, relax and enjoy. And then on the 17th, I would then dive in and do that. How do I leverage a school that is waiving the GRE this cycle? I'm not sure whether to look at it as an advantage or disadvantage. It's either, right? So um, one of the biggest things is making sure that we are allowing other areas of your application to stand out. To be honest, like one of the best places to start, like www.acceptancenavigator.com www.acceptancenavigator.com one of the biggest things that you guys have never been taught this is why we do what we do for for those y'all that are part of our accepted system coaching program y'all already know but one of the biggest things is most of us have never been taught how to stand out outside of the numbers outside of our, our gpa our gre scores our observation hours, and, and that's pretty much it. So, so what ends up happening is when application cycles open up, we freak the heck out. We freak out because we're like, oh shoot, they took that away. They took, shoot, they, they took away the GRE. Dang it, that was one of the things I was gonna use. They took away my letters of recommendation. Oh, oh sorry, no, they're never taking that away. They took away my observation hours. Oh my gosh, they took away the interview. They, they took, y'all listen, like we can't play like that. What y'all have to learn is how to take your experiences 
and actually learn how to package it in a way that allows the schools to see you as a super attractive, 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 attractive applicant. That's what y'all have never been told. Your advisors don't know that because they've never applied to PT school. So whatever. Your professors don't really know that because they applied like 20 years ago or 10 years ago. They don't know that, right? Because 10 years ago, you know what was like super, super attractive? A lot of observation hours. That's what it was. Oh my gosh, if I have more observation hours, I'll stand out. If I, if I have a higher GRE score, I'll stand out. Man, that ish don't work no more because everybody's doing it. So, so if you guys are scared that if like one piece is taken away because of COVID or this, man, go to the acceptancenavigator.com. Casey and I literally a few months ago sat down in a hotel room. We were in Clearwater, Florida, uh, facing, I don't know what level we were at, <laughs> but we just sat there in front of a camera and we filmed a four-part video series and we're going to teach you in there how to do a lot of that. So some of the things that you need to understand right now in order to set yourself up as a pre-PT to be a solid applicant, regardless of whether this stuff is taken away or added. So run with that. Do you think PT cast question this year will be COVID related? I don't know, but I don't think so. Something tells me it won't, but, but I don't know. There, there, there have been a few spec speculations as to what the, the, the prompt is going to be. And it has nothing to do with, with, with COVID-19, but, but we'll, like, we won't know what it is until like, until like everything opens up. What we will tell you is this. So we have a few things planned out. Um, so one of those things is we will be doing a workshop. We're not going to tell y'all the date yet, but, but a little bit after PTCAST opens up, we, we will be doing some kind of a workshop where we will actually be talking about the, the, the essay prompt and how to kill it and all that stuff. So whatever it is, we'll, we'll work with y'all to make sure you guys are good. Um, and then we also have like an essay editing service. So if y'all if want help with that later, we got you. But, but, but in regards to it being about COVID, I mean, I doubt it, but, but it could be. They, they could honestly change whatever the heck they want. They could like last minute be like, you know what, Casey and Joseph, we just changed it overnight because we can like they can do that. So like we'll see when they officially announce it, we will let you guys know what it is and then we'll work through how to like crush it. But please don't don't like a lot of those things that you guys cannot control. Please don't carry them as like reasons to be anxious. Please do not like at home right now. Can y'all just take a deep breath and be like, we got y'all. We got y'all. Like, like just, just take a deep breath, breathe out. Like, we got you. What that means is you guys are gonna be okay. Um, and, and when everything happens, like, like clearly, like when they they talked about June 17th, like Casey and I were talking about last night, and Casey actually like let me know. I was like, shoot, I didn't know. So Casey let myself and our two um like two of our leaders for pre-PT grind know, and I was like, shoot, we have to address it. As soon as things happen, we'll come in here. And with everything that has been made, made available, we will make sense of it to help you guys navigate through this. But you guys are going to be okay. Just like lock in. Please do not procrastinate. Don't, uh, don't get in your own way and, and start looking for solutions. The best place to start, I will tell you right now, is that link I told you all to put in below. The www.acceptancenavigator.com. Go to that. Like, go to that. Watch those four videos. Take some notes. And then at the end, it actually gives you an option to schedule a call with one of us. So if y'all want to do that, it's up to you. Apparently, PTCAST is going to have a section with a few COVID-related questions. For example, how it may have affected you. This was also mentioned by the live Q&A I said today. I don't know if this is confirmed. That'd be cool. So, so what I would start doing if I was you guys, even if it's not the essay prompt, what I would start doing is like wh whether on your phone or on a piece of paper somewhere, 
start start documenting like what what have you learned from like what's been going on with COVID? Because if that comes up and all you can think is I freaked out, I panicked, it was hell. Well, that's not going to do it, right? So so start like start being reflective. What when I look back at what these last two months have been like, three months have been like. What have been my biggest takeaways? How have I handled it? Where have I sought out solutions? Well, hint, hint, y'all are here right now. So so y'all are doing something, right? So where have I sought out solutions? What have I done to try to navigate this thing, even though it felt extremely uncertain a lot of times? And if you guys can start talking about that, then it like, regardless of how PTCast packages it this year, you'll allow yourself to, to, to really shine. Just remember, man, the purpose of PTCast is they're just there to kind of serve as like a, like a like a help to the schools they just collect all the info and then the school looks at it so when the school looks at it what will the school think and does it fit what the schools are looking for if y'all can start thinking that way man game will really start to change for y'all all right that essay editing service would be clutch i'm not a strong writer please update us on that for for all of y'all whenever y'all need essay editing services just go to preptgrind at gmail.com we always got you guys hit us up, send us a message. We'll, we'll always tell you guys how to do that. But when it's time, we'll announce it. So, so you just keep keep a pulse on this platform. We got you. All right. I attended a PTCast workshop and I heard that now they will be accepting five letters of recommendation. We'll find out, y'all. We'll find out. Bottom line is this. Like, like just understand this. For, for, for those of y'all that are live, though, I want you guys to look at this as like not a reason to start panicking and freaking out. Because what happens is typically as humans, when we're hearing a lot of new stuff, we're like, oh my gosh, five letters of recommendation. Oh my gosh, the the essay prompt might change. Oh my gosh, you know, June 17th, we freak out. And then what happens is we go, we finish watching a live stream like this and we go find some ice cream because we got to calm ourselves down, go watch a nice TV show. And then we're like, oh my gosh, like this is going to be the worst year. Maybe I should apply in 2021. Please don't do that. Don't do that. Like like if, if at any point you're like, Ask yourself, can I control this or not? If you can control it, things that are in your control, those are the only things you should be concerned about right now. Only things. I mean, stay plugged in. We got you on the educational stuff. We'll inform y'all. But, but with the things that you can control, that's the only thing y'all should be locked in on. And as you guys are like, like diving into that, then, then now that might look like, okay, classes I'm taking this summer. I'm freaking out so much about like PTCast that I'm not even focusing on the classes I'm retaking this summer. Put all your effort into that because that's what you can actually control. Things like, you know, five, five, five letters of record. I mean, all that's, we'll find that out. <laughs> we will find that out. But with the things that you cannot control, please don't let those consume you so much that you don't actually act on the things you can control. That is one of the biggest reasons why so many students struggle when application time comes. Casey, what would you do differently as a healthcare provider? with what the application coronavirus break that down a little bit so 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 you talk about with the application or you talking about like in general in general like what would you diff what would you do different as a healthcare provider let's answer both so with let let's start with the application so so kind of looking back as a healthcare provider what would we do differently um now i'm assuming this question is like if we were pre-pts uh, looking at the application cycle and not like not what we would change about it. Um, that's what it sounds. Like. <laughs> so as pre PTs, um, basically everything we told you is basically what we would do. Great, June seventeenth, everything opens up, amazing. How am I going to look at this? 
am I going to freak out and run like a chicken with its head cut off? Or am I going to be like, oh, great. Now I just have a head start. Now I have a dress rehearsal. Now I can calmly, controlled, confidently apply the cycle because I'm given more time without the schools breathing over my neck and looking at my application like, oh my gosh, what's, what's Susan doing? What's John doing? What did they upload? Like, no, you have time, calm down, control what you can control, like we said, then, you know, periodically, systematically and put your information with no pressure, with no stress so that you can confidently go into the cycle like, yeah, I took my time. Yeah, there were no mistakes. Yeah, I didn't feel pressured. Yeah, I felt calm, cool, and collected. And now I can take that calm, cool, and collectedness into the real application cycle, and they will see that. Because with everything going on now, the worst thing they could probably see out of you is you running around with your, with your head cut off. That's the worst thing they're going to see. That's the, th that's the most, or that's the thing that they most do not want to see. You got it. What they want to see is a calm professional is a collected pre-PT student who has their shit in order, who has their yep. stuff together, despite COVID or not. That's what they want to see because their PT students might even be freaking out right now. They themselves as an institution might be freaking out right now. And the most attractive thing to them is going to be everything we talked about. Oh, this person is confident in their self. They took their time. There's no mistakes. Hmm. <laughs> They're not freaking out. You know, they're systematic about what they're doing. They've thought this out. They're controlled. They're in control of themselves. So in school, if this happens again, regardless of what happens, they'll be in control of themselves and help us be in control of the situation as well. Moving that on to patients, the same thing. If your patients are freaking out and you're freaking out too, that's, that's not going <laughs> to help nobody. So I think the best thing you can do right now or what I would do to answer, uh, answer its question uh, as a healthcare provider, looking back, if I was a pre-PT, um, is to be as calm, cool, and collected as possible and use this as an advantage as rather as a detriment to my application. I love it. I love it. Oh, no, I was saying that is something to be ready for as an interviewee. Oh. So, 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 so great answer, Casey. First of all, you <laughs> crushed it. You crushed it. You crushed it. Y'all, like, let us know real quick. Live Q&A if y'all would actually be interested in us doing like a, like, like a live Q and a sometime next week, would y'all be interested? Like to tell you what, every Thursday night, Casey and I come in here live anyway, would, would y'all be interested if, if next Thursday night, and you would have to put it in your schedule right now, if, if next Thursday night, we did a live Q and a right in here and we could like let y'all submit all these questions and we can answer them because we could be here all night. We could like, we would love doing this, but, but, but if that is okay with you guys, then, then what I want you to do, we will answer a few more questions right now. Cause we, we could, but we can answer a few questions right now. Uh, and then what we want you guys to do is like message us right now, go to contact Send us the message. We want to make sure you still get the answer, but I want us to do like, like if y'all are cool with it, let, let me see, let me see Q and a perfect, perfect. So, so next Thursday night, I'm saying it right now, next Thursday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time, after we finish these next few questions, 9 p.m. Eastern time, Casey and I will be here. We will do a live pre-PT Q&A. We will tear it up. We might even bring some snacks for ourselves. I don't know. But, but, but bottom know. line, you know, <laughs> I might bring something. You know what I'm saying? But, but, but we'll make sure y'all are good because I love these questions. And it, it, it lets me know that y'all are hungry 
and, and we, we'd rather handle this stuff this early than trying to wait till like, oh my gosh, uh, my deadline is due tomorrow. Uh, what do I do? Okay, like, let's do it now. Let's do it now. So, so I love this hunger. Trying to see if we can answer just a few, just a few questions. Um, and then with the letters of recommendation, I just saw it in here, and it, and it's one hundred percent true. With letters of recommendation, regardless of whether they choose like five or ten or whatever, remember at the end of the day, schools tell you how many letters of recommendation they want. So if a school says three, typically it was four on PTCast, and that was like a little bonus one. But the schools are still only going to want three anyway. So if they want three or if they want two, just base it off of what the schools want. So if y'all only need three for your schools and you only have three, don't feel like you have to force five. But if you have five, then it gives you the ability to have a few more people talk on your behalf, which is cool. So just know that and we'll do more on a Q&A about it because this has been solid, solid, solid. This is like real-time info on what's going on right now. Uh, and for those of y'all that feel stuck, go to www acceptancenavigator.com for students that are like Joseph Casey I'm tired of I'm tired of staying stuck as a student I'm tired of playing scared I want to take full control right now especially in a COVID filled environment where everybody's freaking out PTCAS is doing this like I want y'all to feel like you're in control because that's one thing that most students do not feel they don't feel like they're in control they feel like the school's in control PTCAS is in control my GRE is in control like I'm not in control and for the coronavirus in control, yo, coronavirus, the corona freaking virus is in control. And if y'all want to be in control, go watch the four free four part training that Casey and I did. And after y'all finish it, it actually does give y'all an option to schedule a call with me and Casey. So if y'all want to talk personally, man, this is the time. Do not waste time. Do, do not waste time. All right. So, so I'm done with that. All right. Let me see if I can answer a few more questions. See, I had no clue that schools could see what you were doing on PTCast application. Are they able to see info before you have submitted it or after? Y'all, schools schools are not like 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 eavesdropping on your life. Like it, it's they don't really care until you submit it. So whether they could see it or not, it wouldn't even really matter. Like schools only care once you've actually submitted your application. That's when they're that's when they've been tapped into play. Prior to you submitting your application, schools are like. We're just watching from the sideline. We're just watching. But but once you submit, now the school's tapped in to say, all right, now we have permission to actually look at your application. Is it completed? That doesn't meet our requirements. Now we can go through that process. So cool. All right. Was this helpful for y'all? If tonight was helpful, if tonight was helpful. And also let us know if you've already blocked it in to your schedule. That y'all, y'all should be going into your phone calendars right now and saying, all right, 9 p.m. Eastern time. You know, what date is next Thursday? Today's the 7th. It's uh, the 14th. 14th of May. 14th of May. I've, I've blocked it in. I'm good. Like, I'll be here live. Literally, we will be right here. Pre-PT grind. Just, like, save it. <laughs> Make sure your friends are here. We'll do a live Q&A, and we will tear it up uh, with our snacks, because Casey and I might get hungry, you know. <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, cool. So, so y'all thought it was helpful. Perfect, perfect, perfect. Excellent. Let's freaking get it, y'all. Listen, this cycle is yours. Y'all got to start claiming it. Start claiming that this cycle is yours, but it's not going to just fall into your lap. It's not just going to come out of y'all crossing your fingers, closing your eyes and hoping for the best. It's going to come from students that decide that they want to take control in a time where most pre-PTs have felt the least amount of control because of the environment, because of jobs, because of like COVID, because of health, because of all this stuff. Like y'all have the ability to be the class that got accepted into PT school amidst the world's chaos. 
But this is where it starts. Y'all got to decide. Yo, I'm, I'm done playing games, Joseph and Casey. I'm done. I'm done playing around. I'm done like crossing my fingers and hoping that it just kind of works out. I'm done guessing. I'm done shooting in the dark. I want to take control. And if that's you guys, man, go, go watch, like go watch it tonight, man. Just don't even waste time. Go www.acceptancenavigator.com. Level yourself up, man. Join the other 200 plus students that have, you know, like we have coached personally, like students that have like been tearing it up. And every excuse you can think of right now that might like prevent you from getting into PT school, they've already dominated. So if they could do it, so can you, so can you. But it starts with you deciding, you deciding to take control of your application. And by you deciding that then what you're doing is you're saying, all right, who do I tap in next? Okay, tap us in next. That's when you watch the Acceptance Navigator series. Then, okay, then, then, then I schedule a call with Casey and Joseph. Then I actually have an action plan on what I should be doing next. And then I actually follow it. That's how y'all crush it this cycle, y'all. That's how y'all crush it. Um, let's freaking get it. This cycle is mine. Uh, you are more than welcome. Yeah, y'all block off next Thursday night. Block, block it off. Let's freaking get it. Y'all have a blessed one. Much love to every single one of y'all. Deuces. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Pre-PT Grind podcast. This show has been brought to you by the Pre-PT Success Program, a program designed to take Pre-PT students and help them become excellent DPT school candidates without wasting years of frustration during the application process. To learn and master Pre-PT Grind's six-step process that will get you into physical therapy school, the Pre-PT Success Program is exactly what you have been looking for. Reach out to us at contactpreptgrind.com, a.k.a. our Facebook Messenger. And thank you once again for joining us on this episode. We look forward to seeing you next week on the Pre-PT Grind podcast.